And here we are, everyone. Welcome. Good to see people joining in the chat. Um, for those that don't know me, I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin master. This is your alternative to the crappy lying BBC, but I call it the bullish Bitcoin channel. Welcome here. If you're new and you're finding my channel for the first time, every Monday, every Thursday, 6 p.m. UK time, I go live 30 to 40 minutes. Bit of bullish Bitcoin content. Hopefully people get something from it. So welcome in, everyone. Good to see people joining. Today is the 18th of January 2024. As always, very important, if I can get this right, hodl, buy, hodl your Bitcoin, people. Very important. Get me to get the, the important bits out of the way. Uh, there is, where are we here? <laughs> A disclaimer. Read it. You're not going to get any financial advice here. I would encourage you to check out my library. You can find all my videos, over 600 now, at ukbitcoinmaster.com and the 80 or so live interviews that I've done at bitcoininterviews.com. So I would encourage you to go check them out. There was something went out on Twitter yesterday. Um, it was Parman from uh, A Land Down Under who was saying that uh, UK Bitcoin Master managed to help somebody get all of their Bitcoin back when somebody was saying they'd lost their Bitcoin. And if you haven't seen that, I would go back to the early days of my live streaming and find the interview that I did with Rocky Palumbo and Pastor Phil Volman. And you will see that over two years, uh, we got a campaign going where we actually got Phil all of his 14.2 Bitcoin back through constant campaigning. So there's one in the archives that I really encourage you to go watch because never in a million years did any of us believe we'd ever get his Bitcoin back. But after two years, a whale dumped in 13.9 on top of the 0.3 I think he'd already got back. So um, there's such good stuff over there in Bitcoin interviews, and I'm amazed more people don't go over there. Okay, <clears throat> not your keys, not your coins. You've heard this all throughout 2023. It's going to continue through 2024. If your coins are on an exchange, they own them, not you. You need to be aware of that. So uh, get them off exchanges. Um, I would encourage you to go into the show notes and click the link tree link that will take you here. So you can uh, then uh, follow me on other platforms that I'm on. This is going to be updated. So Rumble is near the top because this is going out um, or it gets uploaded to Rumble as soon as this is finished within the evening. Um, and more and more people are starting to use Rumble because you YouTube, you know, they just they can just literally cut you off whenever they uh, feel they want to. I've had it done once already. It might happen again. So it's worth checking those out. Um, I would also encourage you all, if you're not on the Orange Pill app, to get on it. It is fantastic. Thousands of people are on the Orange Pill app now, including many of the big names um, within the Bitcoin space. But here's the thing. I have had close to 50 people use my link and register and only four have actually done what they need to do. So if you're one that hasn't, maybe you got a bit scared. You go onto a browser and you, you sign up with an email address. When you've done that, download the app on your phone and log into that app with that email address that you signed up with 
and you'll get a message ping up saying, hey, you've just got yourself 10,000 sats. Then there is another browser you've got to find that actually gives you your sats total that you've got on Orange Pill app for what you've got. And if you then recommend anybody, because you can have your own link as well. So go check it out, people. You know, 10,000 sats today, you know, people don't think anything of it. But what's that going to be worth in a decade, in two decades, in three decades, if you're a lot younger than me? Do check it out. I implore you. Quick shout out to the show sponsors, the best of Exmoor. If you like fantastic holidays, uh, sea view cottages, cottages that will take um, pets. If you like to sleep two up to 21, this is so worth checking out, people. Um, You know, every one of us like to take a vacation with our family and recharge our batteries. And for those of you outside the UK looking to come to the UK, where is it? Well, that's the bottom half of the UK there. And you will see down in the left-hand corner where that circle is. That is Exmoor National Park. And I'm telling you, it is beautiful. It really is. We're going down in September. Uh, just can't wait. So really do check out the best of Exmoor. The guy's a Bitcoiner that runs it. Um, you can pay in currency, you can pay in Bitcoin, you can get yourself a discount code there. So my question is, why wouldn't you? And then very quickly, let's have a look at this one, people. The Bitcoin countdown clock. Okay, we are 90 days out, give or take, from the next Bitcoin halving, where 6.25 Bitcoin becomes what's 3.125 Bitcoin every 10 minutes, that is going going to create a supply and demand squeeze, I think, like we've never seen before. So I just wanted to share um, that one with you. Okay, so before we get into the, the meat and bones of the show, let's see who we have in the chat. Uh, Paul, it's good to see you in the house live, sir. I know you can't always catch us live. Uh, John G is with us. Uh, Yorkie Bitcoiner is in the house. I can see JB Bitcoiner. G Squared, Gabe, good to see you. Elaine, Mrs. UK, my uh, better half is with us as always, moderating the chat to keep it nice and clean and polite. Stacking Richie is in the house. Stephen Redding, UK Bitcoin farmer. Barefoot Barry, New Zealand in the house. Mike W, South of England. MP Wilson, good to see you. Bitcoin Meister is in the house. Adam, as always, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Always appreciated. So there you go, people. Um, Let's get into what's going on. Okay, in all honesty, I was looking at everything and thinking, wow, it's all quiet on the Western front at the moment. You know, not a great deal going on. The ETFs have happened. The price is down. Everyone's full of doom and gloom. At the moment, we've got 41,654, 2,401 sats per dollar. Take this as a an opportunity to buy sats on sale. Now, I've been watching a few podcasts over the last few days, and there's a few analysts that are saying that the charts show them that we might be due a correction. I am not saying we're going to have a correction. I'm saying they're saying it. 
I'm watching the price gradually creep in a downward direction. If you go back and zoom out, you will see in every bull run, there are corrections, four or five, six of them on the way up to that blow off top where sometimes they correct up to 30%. So the way you view this is the price comes down, you get more sats for your money. Why wouldn't you buy Bitcoin on sale? And I'm not for one minute saying that is going to happen. I'm simply saying there is a possibility. So be ready for it. Okay, so what I did was found a few art and news articles that I thought that might be worth mentioning. I've got two or three very short video clips. One of them is quite humorous. I'll share that one with you. Um, I've found some tweets that I thought worthwhile that are linked to what's going on, um, etc. So let's get into it and see what we've got for you. Um, and the first one, I guess, I didn't think, I remember in um, the Bitcoin conference in Miami earlier, sorry, I nearly said earlier this year, last year, where, you know, you had um, Robert um, Kennedy Jr. was beating the drum about freedom and libertarianism and Bitcoin, and he's got a Bitcoin wallet. And then you you had this Vivek Ramaz, Ramaswamy was also taking payments in Bitcoin and crypto and stuff. Well, he's pulled out and now he's getting behind Trump. So, you know, I didn't think any of these players would really come to much but, you know, there you go. There's one of them bites the dust. You've got this one from Coindesk. Investment giant Vanguard blocks clients from buying Bitcoin ETFs. What the heck is this about? I don't think this is going to wear too well in the future. BlackRock CEO has come out and said, you know, we don't want to invest in stable assets for our clients. I mean, Blimey, that's an upturn. That's a turnaround, isn't it? You know, normally, well, we don't want to invest in something that's as volatile as Bitcoin. All of a sudden, no, we're not interested in stable assets for our clients. I don't think this is going to wear too well, if I'm totally honest. And interestingly enough, a tweet that I found in relation to this came from Mike Alfred, the value investor, who made a couple of calls to Merrill and Vanguard. And the rep at each company connected him with a senior account manager. And in both cases, that person apologized profusely for management's lack of vision. They admitted they owned Bitcoin personally and said that they'd received literally thousands of calls from customers looking to move accounts. So here's the thing. Be in motion. Do what you feel is right. And... It will come to you. And I just don't think Vanguard, well, look, you know, I'm sure these people at the top of Vanguard are extremely clever, clever people. But what are they not learning or not seeing about this ETF when you consider the amount of volume that's come in to the ETFs already? I found this one from uh, Samson Mao. I talked about this on the last show. And if you haven't seen his tweet thread, I think. I don't even know if it's the right terminology. I use Twitter because I have to. I can't really stand it, to be honest with you. But, you know, he had this thread on Twitter, the 10 reasons um, Bitcoin could go to a million in days and weeks. Now, whether it will, it doesn't matter. And how he was saying it would disrupt everything if it actually did. But the point is, um, he's saying that it could happen. This is a very clever guy, worked at Blockstream. He's now CEO of Jan3, knows his stuff. Um, he's going around, you know, orange pilling nation states, etc. So he's a pretty clever guy within the space. But 
hey, who knows whether that's going to happen or whether it's not. But once you, for me, all I see is the outflows of Bitcoin from Grayscale, which are then going into other ETFs. And once that stops, stroke dries up, where are they then going to get their Bitcoin from? And it's going to have to come from the market, which surely logic says means the price have to move up. I don't know. I'm simply saying, MW, good to see you. BTC Moon Guy, haven't seen you for ages. Welcome into my show. Good to have you here. Don't forget to smash the like button. We've got more viewers than likes. The likes are so important, everyone. Rocky Palumbo's joined us as well. Good to see you, Rocky. Uh, Preston Pish tweeted, uh, fear, one word, fear. And it was in relation to You've probably seen this. If you're a hardened Bitcoin, you're and you're down the rabbit hole and you're looking at content every day, you would have seen this interview with Jamie Dimon um, from JP Morgan on Squawk Box. He's out at Davos with all the, well, the billionaires that flew in in their private jets and then say we should all be poor by, by 2030. But, uh, you know, basically, Jamie Dimon was slamming on Bitcoin. But don't listen to me. Listen to what he had to say, and then you draw your own conclusions. He's definitely got his own agenda here. Could we could we pivot to a topic that I know I know you you find sort of laborious at this yeah. point? Uh, <laughs> That's a good which, good word. Which is Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, this ETF was approved yeah. uh, just about a week ago now, yeah. and I think a lot of people are trying to understand what it ultimately means. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Morgan. I imagine uh, if you were a client of J.P. Morgan, you could call your broker and say, uh, get, "Get get me some of this ETF." Mm -hmm. uh, what are you telling what are you telling your brokers to tell them back when they make that call? Yeah, so this is an important thing. I would, this is the last time I've ever talked about this in CNBC. Okay? So help me God. <laughs> Blockchain is real. It's a technology. We use it. It's going to move money. It's going to move data. It's efficient. We've been talking about that for 12 years, too, and it's very small. OK, so I think we've wasted too many words in that. It's an expensive database unless you're using it decentralized. He doesn't get it. Cryptocurrencies, there are two types. There's a cryptocurrency which might actually do something. Think of a cryptocurrency as an embedded smart contract right. in it, and that we can use it to buy and sell real estate and move data. That may have value. The idea of tokenizing things. Tokenizing things right. that, that you do something with. And then there's one which does nothing. I call it the pet rock. The pet rock. This guy is going to go down in history as the biggest blunder ever. Mind you, when you look at all the corruption that J.P. Morgan have had fines for, it's little wonder he's going to say what he's about to say. The Bitcoin or something like that. And so on the Bitcoin, you know, there's first of all, and I'm, I'm not trying to make a joke here. There are use cases, AML, fraud, anti-money laundering, tax avoidance, sex trafficking. Those are real use cases. And you see it being used for hundreds, maybe 50, 100 billion dollars a year for that. Okay, go and do the research on the fines that they've had and the corruption that they've gone through, links to Epstein and others. And, you know, don't need me to tell you. Go and do your own research. This guy, I don't know how he can literally hold his head up like that with all the, you know, the, the, the felonies that they've, they've been prosecuted for since 2020, since 2000, I'm sorry. It's horrific that he's even saying this. That is the end use case. Everything else is people train among themselves. So, Speculate. Yeah. Now, okay. Now, my last statement, the last time I ever talked about Bitcoin is I defend your right to do Bitcoin. I think, you know, it's okay. okay. I don't want to tell you what to do. So 
My personal advice was you don't get involved, but I don't want to tell any one of you what to do. It's a free country. What do you, make, so of, what do you make of that's Black, What do you make of the other firms, the Black Rocks of the world that, that obviously, and, and Larry, Larry Fink changed his view of this, obviously. Yeah. And maybe he changed his view because you think he genuinely believes in Bitcoin or, genu or believed it because he thinks that there's a marketplace for it and he wants to be part of that market. But what do you think of the, and there's a, about a dozen big financial companies, Fidelity included. No, no, number one, I don't care. So just please stop talking about this shit. And, <laughs> and I don't know what he would say about block. A comment of somebody really, really clever and sensible. I don't think so. Chain versus currencies that do something versus Bitcoin that does nothing. It may be that not different than me. But, you know, this is what makes a market. People have opinions. I, this is the last time I'm ever going to state my opinion. And if you actually watched a full interview, Joe on the left, he really is pro-Bitcoin. He pushes back um, at Jamie Dimon. But Jamie Dimon's just not having it. He's just... All I'm saying is, look, what do I know? You know, I'm a regular pleb. But here's the thing. Do your own research. Do not listen to people like him that have clearly got their own agenda. And as Preston Pish said in that tweet, it's all about fear. They know Bitcoin's coming for them and they can't stop it. All they can do is try and slow it down. But it is flipping well coming. Now, when you look at this from uh, Crypto Newsflash talking about 10 billion in just three days came into these ETFs. Spot Bitcoin ETFs have witnessed a remarkable start, trading nearly 10 billion in just three days. The impact of these ETFs on Bitcoin's price remains uncertain short term with fluctuations observed in the market. And you've got this one, BlackRock CEO, Bitcoin is no different than gold. It's an asset class that protects you. Okay, so the point here is I'm not putting anybody up on a pedestal here because Larry Fink and BlackRock and Fidelity and all the others, they're in this because they know they can make some serious gains in the marketplace. I still believe buy and hold your own Bitcoin and these will do what they'll do. And most people that don't want to learn how to self-custody will simply just leave their Bitcoin on ETFs thinking that they own Bitcoin and they don't. They own a paper IOU. So my point is by holding it yourself, storing it yourself, you are self-sovereign. But articles like this, people like this, all these Bitcoin adverts that have started coming out since the ETF was approved, they are going to help your number go up a lot quicker than if us plebs try to create this adoption on our own, which eventually it would happen. But this was inevitable, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, Jamie Dimon, yeah. He, I wouldn't put him on a pedestal, Adam, not in a million years. I actually dislike the guy so much with his comments, and I understand why he's saying them, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. So... And then you've got this one. I love this one. IMF chief. According to Georgieva, Bitcoin and other digital assets are more akin to money management funds offering various levels of security and risk based on what the digital assets are backed, based on whether the digital backets, assets are backed. Ah, come on. The digital assets are backed. Ugh. 
Okay, so she's saying she's not worried about it. It's not money. Let me tell you, Mrs. IMF chief, it is coming for you as well. You don't think this is money. 21 million, absolutely scarce. No one can manipulate it, corrupt it, or create more of it. It is all transparent out there on a public ledger. What about your dollars? What about the corruption? What about the loans? the IMF gives to these countries and then keeps them poor, knowing they'll never, ever, ever pay it back. Jeez, people like this. My point, people, is do your own research and understand why these people say what they say. Now, if you have not watched the video that's out on Twitter right now, that's about 23 minutes long, I encourage you to go and watch it from this guy because he's gone to Davos and he's done his talk and it was fantastic. He's talking in Argentine, Argentine, uh, but there's an English voiceover on it. Find it on Twitter. Absolutely superb how he's slamming the world and how the world superpowers are driving the world into socialism and it'll be ultimately communism. And he just gives a great account of how the world's going the wrong direction and how we all need to wake up. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So I would encourage you uh, to watch it. Now, a little bit of a milestone, if I may, um, if my lovely wife still tuned in here, she will probably remember this TV series because we watched it. And I believe it is about two days ago, but this was the first reference to Bitcoin ever aired on television, sorry, 12 years ago today, which was a couple of days ago, on an episode of a series called The Good Wife about um, lawyers, I think, what do you call them in America? Um, oh, we call them lawyers, you call them something different. But I got the clip, I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and I actually remember watching this. There's another 12 years gone, how scary is that? Let's run it. Thank you. Feeling less terrified? Oh, much less. There's your cashier's check. It only took 20 minutes standing in line at a bank to change dollar bills into another piece of paper. So there's he's making a point about how long it takes to take one bit of change one bit of paper to another. Thank you. I went online and I bought one Bitcoin last night. Really? Get in there, girl. It's the future. I don't know. It didn't feel real. No. Real's going to change. Just watch. How visionary were they 12 years ago, the writers, when they put that little bit in there? So Archie, Bitcoin Archive, tweeted, just in, Bitcoin and crypto could significantly reduce dollar dominance, says Morgan Stanley. Hey, listen, I'd say Bitcoin, not crypto, but I'm just reading the thread there. Um, it is going to significantly reduce the power of the dollar, but I don't think it's going to play out in my lifetime. So it's going to be for you guys that are younger carrying the baton that you're probably going to see that. But you know what? It is happening one day at a time, one podcast at a time, one new wallet address spun up and some Bitcoin got put on it at a time. But I'll tell you something, we've come a heck of a long way in uh, just under seven years since I first went down the Bitcoin rabbit hole and stacked like a maniac. So it is coming. But it's like watching paint dry, like you're just watching and nothing seems to be happening. But behind the scenes, all hell is breaking loose. The ETFs are a done deal. There's going to be so much 
volume come into those ETFs, then you're going to get the halving. They are going to have to halt interest rates in the US and probably start lowering them a little bit. That is good for risk assets like Bitcoin. You've got the American four-year election coming up later this year. That is always good for things like Bitcoin because they want your vote. So 2024, even though the price is down at the moment, a great buying opportunity. People buy that dip, as Rocky Palumbo says. Um, I think 2024 is going to be incredible. So let's just go through it with our head held high, passionate about this thing, understanding that it has highs and it has lows, but it is in an upward direction. Absolutely love it. Now, here's a great tweet from Cointelegraph. Actually, it was on LinkedIn. Sorry. Uh, it says, drop a comment that didn't age well. Look at this one. Uh, July the 9th, 2011. This is why I have liquidated my position in Bitcoins. There is very little upside going forward. No forward moves of late have any traction whatsoever, and demand continues to lag. Way too little upside for such a risky position, so my advice is to move into dollars. Only a significant change in the economy could alter this forecast. Oh dear, TikTok next block. What is that? Um, July 11. So almost, what is that? Um, 13, 11, almost 13 years ago, is that? Um, that didn't weather too well either, did it? So, you know, you're going to hear all these narratives. You're going to read these narratives. You're going to listen to these narratives. Do your research. Look at the fundamentals. Has anything changed in Bitcoin? Have the blocks stopped TikToking? No. You know, is there anything negative about it? Is the hash rate going down? No, it's going from strength to strength to strength. And price always follows hash rate. Ignore all this stuff. Dig in and you'll be absolutely fine. OK, so my last video of the day. Again, I thought it was fantastic from an absolutely awesome film. Let's see how many of you can name the film and put it in the chat. Jason Jones, hello from Doha. Welcome. Uh, good to see you. Boost and Flow, uh, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Uh, smash the like button, people. Johnny Midas is here. Uh, better late than never, Johnny, as I always say. So this last video, um, of course, it's about Bitcoin. And whoever put it together, absolutely top draw, superb. But see if you can tell me what film it was from. Who's going to be the first to put something in the chat? Here we go. Which one's the best crypto asset? Well, Bitcoin's the best crypto asset. Okay. What's the second best? There is no second best. There is no second best crypto asset. There's a crypto asset. It's called Bitcoin, right? Right? There is no second best, okay? But take all your money. What's the name Bitcoin, of the film, people? Take all your time, figure out how to borrow more money to buy more Bitcoin. Then take all your time and figure out what you can sell to buy Bitcoin. And if you absolutely love the thing that, you're, that you don't want to sell it, Go mortgage your house and buy Bitcoin with it. And if you've got a business that you love because your family works for the business that's in your family for 37 years and you can't bear to sell it, mortgage it, finance it, and convert the proceeds into the hardest money on earth, which is Bitcoin. So if I was giving away one whole Bitcoin as a free gift for the person uh, that got that first, that'd be Johnny Midas. 
Welcome, John. I knew that would be you. But yeah, Shawshank Redemption. What an absolutely fantastic film. Um, I'm wondering if I'll get a strike on YouTube because I uh, played that little clip from The Good Wife. I don't know. There was a couple of um, shows back. I got a, not a strike for something, but a copyright breach. And yet I took the bit of music from YouTube's own music collection. Work that one out. I haven't got a clue what the hell that means. So summing this show up, Everything's cool. Ignore the price fluctuations. We are at a moment in time where you want to be in the market. You want to be stacking because at some point, all hell has to break loose. It has to. You cannot have all this money flowing in with these ETFs and then a halving, and then more and more people wanting it, but only half the supply coming out daily. It is absolutely impossible Oh, we've detected a video in your stream belonging to someone else. There you go. Going to get another strike. Oopsie. Oh, well, it is what it is. There you go. Let's wrap the show. I might have to cut that bit out. Otherwise, they're going to close this channel down. Um, as always, you know I love quotes. I found this one. Success is what happens after you have survived all of your disappointments. I love this. If you're talking of Bitcoin number go up as success for you, which is okay if you do. I mean, it's for my kids, grandkids, great-grandkids to give them a generational wealth. Um, if you can take the highs and the lows, if you can live through the brutal bear markets and still hold, still be positive, still st stack, and you come out the other side, then I'm telling you, you are successful. And I applaud you. If you have been through this bear market and you haven't sold any Bitcoin and you've stacked harder, fantastic way to go. Give yourself a pat on the back. Now, you do not have to support this show with anything financial, but people say to me, how can I drop you a tip? There are four SATs addresses. Choose one if you want. If you don't want to get rid of those SATs, those precious SATs, you can use the QR code and buy me a cup of crappy coffee or coffee with crappy fiat if you want to. And if you don't want to do any of that, you do not have to because I have not monetized this channel. You see, I'm not building this channel to ultimately get tens and hundreds of thousands of supporters, monetize it and make money and then have sponsors that I don't want. I don't want the only reason I've got Best of Exmoor as a sponsor is the guy connected with me. He's a Bitcoiner. Um, I want to support other Bitcoiners that have got businesses. There's another reason to be on the Orange Pill app. Link in the show notes using my uh, link. You'll get 10,000 sats. There's another reason because if all hell breaks loose, if the world goes to crap, you might want to know who the Bitcoiners are around you that might be able to sell you meat fix your car, etc., um, etc., et or even take a family vacation. And that's why I've got the best of Exmoor as my show sponsor. But that is it, people. Um, another show done, 30 minutes, just over. Uh, thanks for being here. Please go back into the show notes afterwards and leave a comment once you've refreshed your browser. That then spanks the YouTube algorithm, i.e. it keeps this video uh, more current for longer when the noobs are Googling Bitcoin. And then we can help more and more noobs not go down the crap coin route and lose all of their hard-earned money. So please comment afterwards. Share this out. 
subscribe if you're new, click the bell button and all so you get notified when I go live. But that's it, people. All it leaves me to do is wish each and every one of you an amazing morning, afternoon, evening and weekend when it gets here. I'll be back on Monday, as I always do, with another show. I'm sure I'll find some content for you. 41441 at the moment, 2,413 sats for your dollar. That's it. We're done. I'm out of here. Social media links coming up, as always. Thanks for your support. I'll catch you all on Monday.